being assertive is hard for super moms because it involves self-awareness and knowing what it is that you want. And for so many of us, we're so busy that we don't stop to think what it is that we want. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, super moms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time. But know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. All right, so let's jump in and sorry, I'm a bit late today. Um, As it usually happens, right before I'm about to get on, my husband asked me to scan something. My daughter called for me to transfer money um, from our savings to our checking. And it's just been like, I've got to go on my Facebook live. (laughs) So here I am. Hope you're all having a great Thursday morning, right? We're almost a Friday. And today we're going to be talking about um, asserting yourself. So let me just grab up my notes. If you are watching this live, let me know. Let me, speaking of that, let me pull it up on my phone so that I can see comments. Okay. I, I have to turn down my volume so that you don't hear the dinging if any of you comment. If you're watching this in replay mode, definitely let me know that as well. And if you have any questions, it's definitely better when it's a two-way conversation. So jump in and say hi. Let me know that you're watching. Give me one second. And I have to pull up my group. So we have so many new members here in this group. At the end of today's live, I'm going to, I almost said at the end of today's session, I'm used to doing coaching and counseling sessions. But um, at the end of today's session, we are going to, um, I'm going to let you know who won the Grow the Group, Spread the Love giveaway for this week. I've got two winners. um, And these are the moms, the current members who went ahead and invited lots of more moms to the group. And so at the end of today's live, I will go ahead and announce those winners. All right. I hope that I don't have to keep refreshing my screen. You think I would know this by now. I've been doing Facebook Live every single week for the past two and a half years. So you would think I would know the logistics and the tech behind it, but I never seem to to catch on to that. So if you are um, watching this, let me know. And so today we're going to talk about assert yourself mama, right? This is something that I know that many of you here in this group struggle with is being able to assert your needs and wants. But even more so than that, actually 
knowing what it is that you need and want. That's something that is a is a problem in itself, right? Like it's something that you have to figure out how to even identify your needs and wants and then learning how to communicate them so that you can express those needs and wants to others is a whole other ballgame. So what it means when I say be assertive, right? It's being able to express your feelings, ask for what you want and say no to the things that you don't want. And so when I talk about that being assertive, a lot of times I met with, um, like we struggle with that, My, I, myself included. I struggled with it for years and I still struggle with it at times because it's, I wanna differentiate it between aggressive and passive, right? Or aggressive and submissive. And assertiveness is really that balance in between. And that's the healthier form of communicating your needs. Because becoming assertive is hard for us. Well, being assertive is hard for super moms because it involves self-awareness and knowing what it is that you want. And for so many of us, we're so busy that we don't stop to think what it is that we want. As super moms, you're so focused on what everyone else needs and wants, your family, your friends, your coworkers, that for you to stop and think and ask yourself, is this something that I really want? It's a struggle, right? And that was something that when I went on my momcation about a month and a half ago, seems crazy. Maybe it was a month ago. Yeah, it was a month ago. Um, that was one of the things that I found was the most freeing about it was the fact that I wasn't, I had nobody else to be responsible for. So when I woke up, I was like, what do I want to eat? What do I want to do today? What am I feeling? And that's something that when you're in the midst of, you know, mothering, right, and going about your daily routines, you most likely don't stop to ask yourself what it is that I want, because you're so worried about what everyone else wants and making sure that their needs are met. And so in order to increase your ability to be assertive, You've got to first learn to ask yourself what it is that I need. What is it that I want? So I want to first, before we dive into assertive, assertiveness, I want to first differentiate that style of communication from being from other forms of communication as it pertains to expressing our needs. Or again, telling people what you want telling people what you don't want or saying no to that, what you don't want. So first of all is the passive. And this is where you don't speak up, right? You don't speak up. You, you struggle with expressing your needs, even telling your spouse what it is you need or want or your kids or your, like your loved ones and your friends. And this can leave, lead to a lot, to feeling a lot of guilt right? Or saying yes to things that you don't want to, to do. And that's something I'm going to be talking about in two weeks about people pleasing, doing things for other people like that you don't really want to do. And that can lead to a lot of guilt and it can lead to a lot of resentment because you're, you become almost like a doormat, right? Like you're so worried about what everyone else that you don't take time to look at your own needs and wants. It can also leave you feeling underappreciated. 
So if you often feel that, if you often feel like, like nobody appreciates what you're doing, you're working double time, you're taking care of everything and nobody ever says thank you, like nobody ever gives you that gold star and you're constantly feeling underappreciated, it may be because you communicate more in a passive way rather than in an assertive way. So many, some of you may struggle with being assertive because you confuse assertiveness with aggressiveness. And aggressiveness is really like a harsh, a harsh or demanding way of expressing your needs. It can come across as abrasive and even border, border on being hostile. And there have been times, right, I used to struggle with assertiveness so much, especially growing up. And I feel like this had a lot to do with the self-esteem part, right? And we talk a lot about recognizing your own worth and knowing that you are worthy of focusing on. And all of that all plays a role here. And when you are sure of yourself, when you feel good about yourself and you like who you are, you tend to be more assertive. But if you're confusing assertiveness with aggressiveness, then you likely will back up and communicate more in a passive way because you don't want to come across as being hostile or being um, demanding, right? And so you tend, you may tend to go back towards that passive mode or mode of communication. Passive aggressive communication. This is instead of openly confronting an issue or expressing your needs, you kind of skirt around the issue or you hint hint around the issue in a way that could be confusing for the other person. And the other person could also feel angry and resentful because you're not just coming out and expressing in a clear and direct manner. You're just skirting around the issue in that passive aggressive manner. And then finally, manipulative. Manipula manipulative style of communication means that you are attempting to get your needs met by making others feel sorry or guilty towards you. So this is if you're playing the martyr or the victim. And this is not a healthy way to communicate your needs and express them and get them met at all. So assertiveness, fortunately, is a skill. And it does take practice, just like any skill. But today I'm going to walk you through five steps or five ways that you can start increasing your assertiveness and getting more comfortable with being assertive. So the first one is to develop your nonverbal assertive behaviors. So for example, learn how to make eye contact. This is something that my teens struggle with a lot. And I don't know, maybe, do your teens struggle with this as well? For those of you watching this who have teens or listening to this, if you're on the podcast, it is, it takes work, right? To make eye contact and to feel comfortable looking at someone in the, someone in the eyes. And again, or not even again, I didn't say this, yet, but this is culture specific as well. For some cultures, it's considered rude to look at somebody in the eye. And so I'm talking about like, um, if it's, if it's the norm in your culture to be, to make eye contact when you are expressing your needs or when you're talking to someone, then this is something that needs, you need to learn this, right? You need to get comfortable doing this. 
open posture, right? Like not the closed off. I don't even know if you can see my arms, but like not closed off. Like there's a way to stand or, or sit with somebody where you are open and you're allowing them, like you're connecting with them versus being all closed off. And that sends a whole different message. And then being able to remain calm, like taking some deep breaths, not seeming like you're all um, hyped up or talking really fast or doing anything that's gonna portray a different message than what you would like to portray. Recognizing that your needs are as important as anyone else's. So on a lot of Facebook Lives and podcast episodes, I talk about you know, prioritizing yourself, putting yourself on your to-do list. I don't mean that you're going to put everyone else on the back burner or you're not going to take care of everyone else. I mean, you need to make, you need to recognize that you are as important as everyone else that you're taking care of. Thirdly, become aware of your unique feelings, needs, and wants. This is where the self-awareness piece comes. Every week in this group or in my Moms Without Caves Facebook group, I do a journal entry and I do, it's journal time. I think, when do I do that? On Wednesdays, I think. I'm pretty sure I do it on Wednesdays. And during that, that is an exercise to help you increase your self-awareness. It's important to, to know that. Many super moms, because you're so involved with doing everything for everyone else and taking care of everyone and everything else, you lose yourself in the process. And so I put those journal and I put those journal prompts out there so that you can start getting back in touch with who you are. And that's one of the parts of being more assertive, being able to communicate your needs is being able to first identify what it is that you need and want. And that only comes with being more aware of yourself and knowing who you are. Like I mentioned, it is a practice. Practice first by writing it down, right? Taking some time, like if, if somebody requests something of you or you want to, you need something, make the time to put pen to paper and write out your request or write out your response to a request before you say anything out loud. Give yourself space. There's nothing wrong. Like if you get a request, there's nothing wrong with saying, let me sleep on it. I'll get back to you tomorrow, right? That'll give you time to come up with what is it that you need? Is that request infringing on your own needs and wants? And then that way you will be able to have some time to be able to formulate a response and come back to that person in an assertive way versus an aggressive, passive-aggressive, or manipulative way. And then once you write them out, practice them with loved ones. Practice them with your safe people, right? Those people in your support system, those people that you feel comfortable with, be it a child, your spouse, you know, somebody, your sister, somebody who's close to you that's not going to, you know, they can give you feedback before you are get comfortable. Like, it just takes practice in order to get comfortable responding or being assertive. And then the last one is just learning how to say no. When you say yes to everything, you're really saying no to yourself. And because you don't have time to do everything, 
no matter how much time we help you get in your day, no matter how many time hacks you try and how organized you are, we all still have just 24 hours in a day, 168 hours in a week. So it is so important to make sure that you are choosing your, how you spend your time wisely. And that's going to be best for you and best for your family. I have a resource, I have a free resource, it's called It's Okay to Say No, and it walks you through some tips and strategies and even some, some sample um, like ways to say no. And I will go ahead and link to that in the show notes of today's episode and underneath this, pot, underneath this video in the comment section. I'll go ahead and give you that link so that you can grab that resource. But if you struggle to say no, this resource will help you get more comfortable with doing so. But just four simple, you know, steps to go through, like just to keep in mind when you do want to say no to something, acknowledge the other person's request by repeating it, right? This lets them know that they are heard, it validates the request. And it also makes sure that you are clear as to what that request is. Explain your reasoning for declining it, but do not over-explain right? One or two sentences is that you don't need to go on an entire lengthy explanation to over explain why it is that you can't follow through on the request. And then just say no, right? And, and my resource actually includes different ways to say no. And you can find which one feels more, most comfortable to you. And then finally, if it's appropriate, Offer an alternative where both yours and that other person's needs can be met. Like help them problem solve and say, hey, you know, may, I can't do it tomorrow, but I could do it on Wednesday. Or you might want to ask so-and-so or whatever the solution that, that you can come up with to help them solve their problem. That way you both leave that interaction feeling good. I want to share with you how I can help you get back to feeling like yourself so that you can love yourself and your life as a mom. If you're on the verge of burnout, feeling exhausted and overwhelmed by all the things you have to do, and you're so busy taking care of everyone and everything else that you have zero time for yourself, then listen up. You may have thought that when your babies were out of diapers, you'd have more time for yourself. Then as your kids grew, you thought that they, when they started school, you'd get back to doing things that you'd like to do. Well, now you're realizing that it's been way too long and your life has been so focused on taking care of it all that you can't even remember what it is that you like to do. And when you look in the mirror, you barely recognize the woman staring back. Well, I can help you. I know you can do it all. But why is it that trying to do it all is leaving you constantly feeling like you can't? You're trying so hard to keep it together on the outside, yet you're falling apart on the inside. I want to help. I understand what's happening because I've been where you are now. As a clinical therapist, a coach, and a fellow mom who was once drowning under the pressures of what turned out to be my own expectations, I want to share with you the tools and strategies that have helped me to reclaim myself and design a life I wanted to be living. Together, we will recover your sense of self. Imagine making time in your day to not only hear your own thoughts, but to recharge and feel alive. As we work to minimize mom brain, you will absolutely feel more centered and balanced. Right now, you may not even know what it is that you need or want, but soon enough, you will be able to ask for exactly what you need. 
You'll be able to engage in your own passions and interests without feeling guilty, and you'll find that you can be more present for your children, and who wouldn't want that? Not to mention, you'll finally be able to rest once you learn how to give yourself time and space to do so. Your relationships will improve not only with others, but you'll love who you see in the mirror. Ultimately, you'll feel more confident about yourself and you'll be more willing to dream bigger, leading to a more fulfilled life. But I need you to take the next step. Click on the link in the show notes of today's episode to see what days and times I have available so that we can see if taking the next step together makes sense. Book a call today to start your journey to reclaiming and loving yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.